Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. So this week, we wanted to talk about something that kind of just segues right from last week. So we want to talk about scarcity mindset and how that impacts our lives and the things we say and the things we do. Yes. So we've been in the mindset of thinking about labels and the things that we speak over ourselves and the things that, I mean, we talked about the aspect of like blessing and cursing and like how we can do both. And we have to be mindful of that. So I know we've probably talked about scarcity mindset on here before, but I feel like this morning, that's what the sermon was about. And I just, I texted Olivia and I was like, I feel like we need to talk about this on the (laughs) podcast because there's so many things that adults we speak over ourselves and the mindset that we have and it is a scarcity mindset and that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like if you think that there is never going to be enough and you're not good enough and there's not enough money and everything is bad and nothing goes my way and everything falls apart and like, we we're we're like speaking this into existence because that is the way that we see the world. Yes. Well, what's that saying? It's like your thoughts become, what is it? Your thoughts become your reality or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. If you're sitting there and you're telling yourself, I'm never going to be good enough. I can't do this. There's never going to be enough money. There's never going to be whatever. I will be, I won't be happy until this happens. That's literally what's going to happen. You are thinking that you are believing that if you're believing that that's literally what's going to play out. So obviously easier said than done to (laughs) shift that mindset and shift that perspective. Because I literally just said when Carly started texting me about it this morning, I realized that I had done that earlier in the week. I had something that I said. And then after the fact, I realized, no, I'm not. I'm not staying in that mindset. That's a story that I'm telling myself. And that doesn't have to be reality. We can always pivot. We can always change. We can always shift. We can always grow. But to continue telling yourself a certain thing is that is literally how that's going to be the path of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what we've said it before, but that song that says it changes what we see and what we seek. Yes. Like God does that. He changes how we see things. He He changes what we're seeking out. And it's almost like whatever we're looking for is what will come. And I think in the past, I mean, I feel like it's, 
a pretty like safe bet to say that there is a lot of generational trauma around scarcity mindset. And I mean, oh, this, absolutely. this is like from generations and generations on. And yes. so I feel like to a certain extent, everybody has probably dealt with this in, in some kind of aspect, whether it's money or like holding on to things or holding on to, yes. you know, different, different things. And I think in the past, I've been really weary of this like prosperity gospel, which obviously we need to be weary of that. But I think because I've been so like turned off from the extreme of like these pastors and churches preaching prosperity gospel, right? it has made me like turn away from that. But then it's also like helped me stay stuck in my scarcity mindset because I'm like thinking, oh, well, it can't be that. Like God is not this vending machine that I can just say like, name it, claim it. I'm rich. I'm famous. I have everything I want. I have everything. Like that's obviously not how any of this works, but it's like, what is the opposite of that? Like a poverty mindset? That's yeah. not biblical. Yes. Like, so uh, like, obviously those, those are the extremes that we always talk about. Like, stay away from prosperity gospel. Like that is not how any of this works. But it's like the Bible doesn't preach poverty gospel either. Right. So it's like, we right. have to find that middle ground of like, wait, we are capable of anything when God says we are capable of anything. Yeah. And I feel like both of us are just in this place where we're like, God, we want whatever you want. Like, if you want us to do it, we want to do it. And that's in my life, in your life, in this podcast, in, in every aspect of relationships and all of that stuff. Like, God, as long as we are seeking God, he will make the desires of our heart, the desires of his heart for us and our families. Right. And I feel like it's been a whole process of just like getting rid of that because it totally, it's a mindset. It shapes your thoughts, which shape your habits, which shape how you show up in the world, which shape how you show up in relationships. Like it, it affects everything. And so we have to get back to the basics and realize like what the gospel really is and what God actually says and what he actually wants for us. And he wants the best for us. Right. I mean, you and I have said so many times on the podcast, like God cares about the details because yes. he does. Yes. And when you are seeking him and when you are praying to him and when you are asking for guidance, he's right there. He's right yes. there along the way. And he's right there in, in the really, like when you're in the thick of it and you're feeling unsure and you're feeling afraid, he's right there. And he will yep. ultimately show you and reveal to you what is a part of his plan, what's a part of his will. And so yeah. I just think, I think that you're right. The, the scarcity mindset is so prevalent because of essentially generational trauma and like how our world was and what people like what we have now versus what they had then. But I think that one of the 
most incredible things that I've realized in, I don't even know when I first, um, read about it or watched a video about it or something, but it was basically just a conversation with people who live in third, third world countries compared to us living in the United States and their overall mood, their overall mindset, their overall behavior, and just how they hold themselves and how they carry themselves. And the people who live in third world countries who don't have access to clean water or water every day or food every day or a house with heat or clothes or sometimes even shoes have a completely different mindset than we than majority of the people do in the United States and other countries, I'm sure, as well. And it's just, that goes to show they, I mean, as far as I know, a lot of them have a very strong relationship with God and deeply believe that God is their provider. Yeah. And that, it, it, it's radiating out of them. And they hardly have anything. And then you look at what we have and we still are stuck sometimes in this mindset and I'm like, what am I doing? What are we doing? Yeah. And it's really, it's really something that you have to work on breaking yourself out of getting yourself disrupting this, this mindset, the scarcity mindset. Yes. Because I think we said it once before too, when you look back on what you on what you have now on what you've had during certain times in your life and you really think about it and you realize that was god providing those mm-hmm. things for you and yeah it's it's a miracle it's a blessing it's something to be grateful for truly grateful for and i mean we were talking about it before we started recording just being grateful for the fact that we woke up today and that we we're able to take a deep breath today or multiple or whatever it is. It's so important to be grateful for the things that we do have. And I think that it's difficult in our society because there's so much scarcity mindset. There's so much complaining. There's so much just detachment about what, what you need in order to be happy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And just this, um, all the, the idols that people have, there's just so many layers, but basically yeah. we need to get back to the basics. Yeah. And God well, and this, provide. yes. And this truly ties into the whole busy conversation that we were having yes. last week, because yes. it's like, think of like people who are busy and going and going. It's like, okay, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I need to make more money. I need to go. I need to do more. Oh, I don't have enough time. I need to rush. I need to, it's like, this is all scarcity mindset. Yes. It's all scarcity mindset. And dare I say, not biblical. So if we are professing that Jesus is Lord, that means that he's not just this, you know, cute little figure that we put on Facebook and say, Jesus is my homeboy. If Jesus <laughs> is truly the Lord over our lives, we have to change the way we walk, talk, act, the way we see things, the way we 
uh, humble ourselves and switch things up. Like, and I'm not preaching at anybody. I'm preaching at myself because we all, like everybody, we have to check ourselves and we have to have a heart posture of like, God, if I need my heart checked, please check my heart. Yes. Well, and I want to remind people just in case they haven't heard on previous episodes when Carly and I are having these conversations, a lot of the time we're reminding ourselves of these things. Oh, yeah. No, 100% of the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Encouraging one another, speaking life into one another. We're not saying this is at you. We're, yeah. we're just talking about no. things that are coming up in our lives and how we've felt or how, what we're working on or praying about. So it's not at anybody. It's no. just just our conversations no. for ourselves. Yeah. And we hope that whoever's listening is encouraged by it. Um, yes, because honestly working through this and truly God changing my mind and my heart about this has changed everything about my life. The whole game. It, it has changed everything. And I think sometimes there's this misconception of like, Oh, you like step out in faith and you make a bold change and oh yeah, I'm trusting God. And it's like, oh, I'll just snap my fingers and God's going to heal my scarcity mindset. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, that would cheat us out of actually changing our heart. Like the process is, is what the goal is. Like the outcome is not the goal. The process is the goal. The process of really like breaking down those idols, really changing your heart, changing your mind, being in community and talking about these hard conversations, like truly praying and seeking God's guidance and changing the way you see the world. Like that process is everything. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. We, a lot of people want to, I think we talked about it on an episode, but a lot of people want to just, just skip to the good part. They don't want to, they don't want to, and it's like just the mindset of our society is like, what's the quick fix? What's the fastest way I can get there? When can I stop feeling this? Whatever. But the beauty is in the journey. Because if you don't have that process to get you to where you are, are you going to be grateful for what you have? Ooh, child. I'm pretty sure sure not. I'm pretty sure you're not. (laughs) It's, yeah. it's the journey that gets to get you yourself to where you want to be that that's what changes you. It's not mm-hmm. just, I want to do this. Boom. I did it. It's everything in between. It's the ups, the downs, up loop-de-loops, whatever it is to get to where you are. Yeah. And it's not linear. Like you were saying, it's not like you just snap your fingers and all of a sudden you're perfectly healed or you <laughs> don't have that mindset or those feelings may never come up again. No. That's not reality. We're human beings. We have feelings. God created us with emotions. And in those times where we're feeling those things, we can talk about them. We can talk about them to one another. We can talk about them to God. We can pray about them. And we can just remember, ultimately, at the end of the day, he is going to provide. If we're being good stewards and we're praying and we're seeking him and we're talking to him, that's, I mean, he's going to provide whatever is a part of his plan. Yeah. It's so true. And so I was, 
I was trying to like figure out what I wanted to share about this because I know, you know, and I, Mm -hmm. at the same time, like we pick and choose what we share on here because we honor the privacy of our families and our children and all of that stuff. But I just, I really wanted to share a little bit of like what has happened the last year or two in my life and how God has really provided when it didn't make sense and not in, and I don't want to share in a way of like, I am so righteous. And so that's why God pulled through. It's like, no, I, (laughs) that's not it at all. It's like, it's messy. It's real. It's raw. It's honest. It's vulnerable. It's crying. It's not trusting and it's trying to trust. And it's, it's like, it's all of the things all at once. And so, um, well, first I wanted to share, I, I just write in my notes. Sometimes I just feel like when I'm praying, I just feel prompted to write something down. And I really like that because then I can look back and be like, Oh wow. Like this is what God was like. Sometimes it makes sense. And then sometimes it doesn't make sense until I go back. And then I'm like, Oh God, I see what you were doing. Like I see (laughs) what you were trying to tell me. And so this was in July of last year. And I said, moving to Houston really stripped us of our idols. It really checked our faith and our obedience. Our church gave my husband something that I could not give him an example of godly men. I feel like the last three and a half years have been our wandering in the wilderness season. Every part has been necessary though. This opportunity feels like God is sending the burning bush to prompt us closer to him. It feels like the chains of money, trauma, and scarcity mindset are being broken. Our identity is not in a job or in a place. And so I just want to give the listeners a little, a little bit of context to what I was saying when I wrote that last year. Um, and I was trying to think like what I want to share and, and what, because it it truly is like when I was sitting down thinking like, I am honestly, I am so grateful to God for every single thing that he has brought me through when I didn't even know that he was carrying me. Like I didn't know, but he knew. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it overwhelms me to think about all of the details. And it's like, God, you were there even when I wasn't seeking you. Mm-hmm. You were there when I was so indifferent. You were yeah. there when I was blinded by my depression. You were there when I was drowning in scarcity mindset. He was there and he cared. Like that is that is the God that loves us. That is the God that created all of us. That is so overwhelming for me to think about. And so like when I think about like sharing my story, I feel like I can't even do it justice because I'm like even just like bullet points don't even share the whole big picture. It's like truly like all the glory to God. Like I, it's it's just overwhelming. Um, and so I, jo- I 
put down a few bullet points of just like the big things that have happened over the last um, several years. So I wrote, my husband and I both come from generational scarcity mindsets, which I think majority of people do. So I don't think that we're unique in that. I think we all kind of struggle with that. So in 2018, when God told me I needed to be home with my kids, it was a big deal to change our whole lives and drop to one income. Mm -hmm. I started staying home with my kids and I wasn't delivered from my scarcity mindset until 2022. So you can imagine the lessons and the stripping of idols that needed to take place in those four years. We've seen God provide when it made no sense at all. In 2021, we sold a house and got a good chunk of money. We were thinking, oh, finally, we'll be all right. And God was like, oh, that's weird. Y'all think getting out of debt and having a savings will solve all the world's problems. Oh, wow, wow, wow. It's so funny how we we think these things and God's just like, oh, you guys are so silly. You're so silly. <laughs> so silly. And the thing is like, I'm obviously laughing about this, but truly God is so patient with our shenanigans. God is so, so patient with our shenanigans. So last year, the job that my husband had taken wasn't working out like we thought. And to be honest, we weren't making enough money to live. So at the same time when this was happening, We had moved to a new city for him to take this job and it wasn't working out like we thought it was supposed to or what they said or whatever the reason was. At the same time, we started going to a church and we started experiencing church how it is supposed to be, like in a real way, in a healthy way. And honestly, looking back, that is the reason why my husband needed to take that job. Is It wasn't about the job. It wasn't about whatever money we were making or what weren't making. It was so that we could be at that church at that very time with those very people. And we could learn exactly the lesson that God needed us to learn. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's a, it's kind of a long story, but this, this church was amazing. And we, I have never experienced church like this and so encouraging and we were involved and we were doing life groups and all of this stuff was happening and we learned about tithing and giving and now mind you we weren't making enough money to live and we were like wait if we're going to be serious about this whole god is our provider thing i think that we need to tithe And I know people have weird thoughts about tithing. I'm sorry that if you've gone to a church where it was made weird, because it's not supposed to be weird. Everything that we have is because God gave it to us. So us giving 10% and sewing it back into the kingdom is, it's not a, it's a joy to do that. It's not a chore or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't, I don't say that lightly, like everybody should just like magically get to that point because it's been a process. Um, so while this was happening, we started tithing, we started praying specific prayers, like God, what do you want us to do? 
God, we trust you to be the provider of our family. God, thank you for providing everything that you have provided for us. And we were praying scary prayers like, God, we only want what you want for our lives. Well, while this was happening, God told us to start a business in the city that we were living in. So we took those savings that remember we're supposed to save us and we took those savings right. and we invested into this business and we were getting it all started up. We were excited. It was a good thing. And right at that time, a job opportunity came out of nowhere for my husband. And at first it was supposed to be in the city we were living in. And I said, I wasn't going to make this a long story. And here I am just rambling on <laughs> anyways, not rambling. I just, I just want people to kind of like have a taste of the, like the gravity of everything that was going on at the same time. Right. So it was supposed to be in the city that we were living in at the, so we could stay at the church and everything was going to be okay. Right. Because we were taking things into our own hands and, um, everything was looking good. He was the number one pick for the job and everything. And then all of a sudden he didn't get the job. And so we were like, God, what are you trying to do? And then this is the part that it's only God. Two days later, the same company called and said, um, hey, we like you so much that we are restructuring Texas and we want to give you a different territory. And so your family is going to have to move. And we were like, wait, 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 God, what, what are you, wait, we, we're starting a business. We, you told us to start a business. We have this church family. We have all these good things. Well, what are you talking about? And my husband and I just, we prayed about it and we were like, wait, we cannot tell God no after everything. Like this is only God. And so mm -hmm. anyway, my husband took the job <laughs> and we lost that money and we lost where we live and we lost that church family. And this is the part where our mindset matters because sometimes we hold on to things so tightly and they're even good things. And we're holding on things so tightly that God is like, I'm going to need you to let those go mm -hmm. so I can give you the things that I have for you. And we have to be willing to be like, okay, God. Okay. Mm -hmm. I trust you. And from there, it's just been a series of things that I could not, like we could not have done on our own. They made no sense whatsoever. And I don't know. I'm just like, Part of the testimony of my life is going to be this. Yeah. Like stepping out in faith because what else, what else are we going to do? Right. Like, I don't want to be the boss of everything. I don't want to take everything into my own hands. Like, it, of course we can dream and do all these things, but it's like, if it's not God, I don't want it. 
period. And if it is God, he will make everything happen. Even if it doesn't make sense, even if it, look, if it looks like it's not going to make sense, he will make it happen. Yeah. And I mean, I know your, your story, the last yeah. at least year plus. And so there have just been so many times where I've been in awe <laughs> and we've texted back and forth, like basically just saying, oh, hello, God, <laughs> you're here again, yeah. showing me where we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be doing, what's on my heart, what's on my mind. And it's, it's incredible to witness. It really, really is when you just have that big faith energy, like real deep faith. And you're living your life based off of that. And you're making choices based off of what you feel God is telling you to do or not to do or to yeah. hold on to or to let go of. Yeah. And that's the thing is that sometimes these things that we think are, or that they're not bad things, like they're, they're good things. Yeah. But if it's not what is a part of his will and his plan and he's telling you, hey, it's time to let go of that. You have to listen to it. And in, again, easier said than done when you're really working on surrendering to, yeah. to God and to his will and to whatever his plan is and, and to genuinely believing that he does care about the details and he does want what's best for you. And he does, you don't even know what's on the other side. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's one of the bigger things for people is just the, the unknown, right? Like the, mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen next. What if mm -hmm. I do this or if I let go of this or I don't have control of this or I'm not making this an idol, what's yeah. going to happen next? Yeah. And I know, like, I know I said I wasn't going to ramble mm -hmm. on and then I proceeded to ramble on, but it's like, I... Even just saying that little bit of the story of these last several years, like it just, it doesn't even do it justice because yeah. there have been countless times where it's like, I don't know how this is going to happen. And God's like, this is how it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it's. I think sometimes when it, it doesn't come, and I, I think a lot of times it's not a natural thing to want to like let go and not be in control and to totally surrender and be okay with whatever the outcome is and know that like failures are not really failures because they're, they're, you found out what you're not supposed to be doing. Right. And it's like shifting everything to be like, oh, what is this teaching me? Oh, what yes. is God trying to show me? Oh, yes. this is an opportunity for me to yes. change my mindset or change how I'm how I'm viewing something or or change what my goals or or whatever it is. Like everything yes. that happens in life, you can, I guess, see it as like a conflict or you can complain about it and you can say like, "Oh, you know, why does this always happen to me? Or it's like, you can feel all those feelings and then be like, you know what, God, I know that you have a bigger plan. Help yes. me see what you see. Right. Help me feel what, what you feel. Help me, help me. And he will. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, it's kind of like uh, which which podcast episode was that? It's another Tim Ross <laughs> episode because we spend a lot of time talking about that. But he was basically talking about, okay, this happened to you, and what? Like, and what? Get up, yeah, get up. What is what is God? I mean, he actually has multiple episodes where he's like, if God doesn't want me there, like I'm not, I'm, I don't want it. Yeah. If God tells me to go, I'm going to go. Yes. And there's times where I feel like people question it or worry about it. I mean, myself included. Mm-hmm. If you have something and you're like, I literally, I feel like God is telling me with all my, my might that this is what I'm supposed to do, or this is where I'm supposed to go. And you're like, why do I feel this so strongly? It's for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's for a reason. And sometimes it makes absolutely no sense at yeah. the, at that point in time. And then, yeah. like you said, when you were talking about your writing later on, you sit back and you reflect and you're like, oh, oh, okay. oh, that's wait. what that was. This is why because, I'm here. Now. Yes. And there, I mean, there were so many times where we were like, wait, God, I thought that's what, that's what you were trying to tell us. And, and God was just like, I just need you to hold on a second. Yeah. Like, don't, don't try to assume, you know, that it's a, it's a failure or it's doomed because you lost this or this isn't happening or whatever. If we just hold on and pause for a second and don't try to make the story up in our head or jump to conclusions or, or insert our scarcity mindset and be like, see, this always happens to me. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do the right thing. And look, here it is not happening. God's like, can you just pause for a second? Because Mm -hmm. all of these things will make sense. And they, and they always do. Like when you look back, you're like, Oh, thank you, God, for leading me out of that place or, or make helping me make this decision or taking this away from me. Yes. Because it wasn't for my own good. Yes. And having that gratitude changes everything too. being able to look back and say, Lord, forgive me for when I was feeling some type of way about that. And I was trying to hold on to it so tightly and I didn't understand. And I was jumping to conclusions And thank you for carrying me, even when I wasn't willing to recognize that it was you. Yes. That's what, that's another thing I was going to say is that I think oftentimes we look back and in the moment we don't realize what we've already been provided with or Mm -hmm. are currently being provided with or what there is to be grateful for. And I think one of the things that I've really been trying to shift in my own saying and like things that I say out loud or to myself or around my daughter is that, you know how people say like, I wish this, or I wish that Mm -hmm. I've been trying to not say that because Mm -hmm. it kind of unintentionally insinuates that what we have is not good enough or Mm -hmm. what we've done is not good enough or God hasn't provided enough for us. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, again, it's a scarcity mindset. Like, oh, I don't have this. What about all the things that you do have? What about all the things that God already has provided for you when you weren't even 
seeking a relationship with him when you weren't even yeah. praying about it, when you weren't even saying yeah. thank you for it. Yeah. He's been there all along. Mm -hmm. So when you sit back and you really reflect on it from where you are now, yeah. it's, and I think that really, really can help shift your perspective. So maybe yeah. if there's, if there's times where you're feeling discouraged or unsure or scared or anything like that, just, I don't know, writing down a list of all the things that God has already provided you with when you had no idea how you were going to make things, how you were going to make things work. Yeah. And that's the thing is that I think oftentimes we, we don't even realize the times where we thought we didn't have enough or we needed more and we had no idea how we were going to make it all work. And it was figured out because God was right there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, that's something that I never want to take for granted. It's something that I'm in awe of. It's something that I'm grateful for. Absolutely. And I think another part of it that I have really struggled with is believing that I'm worthy enough to want things. Yes. And so that's another part of it is like, it's, it's okay to want things like you can be grateful for the things that you have and, and have desires of your heart. Like God gives us these desires. He gives us talents. He gives us strengths. He gives us these things that we're passionate about. And then that's a beautiful thing. And I think as long as we're seeking him and our goal is to glorify him, he will help us figure out where to go, what to do, when to do it. And, and, and that's, and that's okay. Like, it's okay to want things. It's not like, I think that has been another, like, part of this whole scarcity thing is like, God started providing these things. And I'm like, of course, I'm grateful for it. And I'm like, wait, is it bad if I like, like this? Is it, is it yeah. bad that I want this? Is it bad that I'm like, and I'm like, right. here, how like weirdfully, like weirdly pride, humbly prideful of me to be like, <laughs> God is providing this and, oh, I don't want it. Cause I'm over here all humble and whatever. It's like, no, yeah. it, it's not, it's not a prosperity and it's not a poverty gospel. Like in the middle is where like God provides things and it's okay it's okay yes. to yes. appreciate and be, and especially be a good steward of the things that he does provide. Right. It's okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really glad you made that point. Cause I do think it's important because yeah. I don't know if you said it when we started recording, but we were talking about the desires of our hearts and, and yeah. praying about that. And yeah. there, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, when we're seeking God and we're praying and we're asking for guidance or advice or just talking to him about what's on our hearts, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that, you know? Yeah. And I think that it's important that people know they can literally just talk to God about how they're feeling. Like actually yeah. just sit there and talk about how you're feeling. Yeah. Well, and straight up, some of my prayers are literally God take this desire out of my heart. If it's not your will straight up, like God, I only want what you want. I only want what you want. I will be okay with whatever the answer is, mm -hmm. whatever that is, 
let your girl know. <laughs> so I can yeah. either get over myself or I can do something about it. And just what? like having that, it's, it's just a surrender. It's like, okay, God, I trust your timing. I trust your will. I trust that you are changing my heart when it needs to be changed. And ultimately we want, we want it to be God's desires that are in our hearts because right. he, what he has for us is so much better than we could even think of in our minds. We can't even imagine really. Yeah. And also if it's, I mean, we talk about they're not failures, they're findings, they're opportunities. If it's, if there's something that is, doesn't happen or it's a no, there's a reason for it. It's yeah. not just a no because it's a no. There's a reason that yes. was supposed to happen yes. or not supposed to happen. And so yes. shifting your mindset to, for me, this always happens to me. Why does this, why is this happening now? Or I can never catch a break to what is this teaching me? Mm -hmm. what, what lesson is this? What lesson could God be trying to share with me? How can God be protecting you? Yeah. Right. Right. How could he be closing this one, this one door, but opening a completely different door that you yes. never even considered? Yes. So it's yes. really just, it's a big mind, a big mindset shift in terms yeah. of being grateful and being thankful for what God has already provided us with. And also being thankful for what he has yet to provide us with when we don't even know. Yes. And I mean, from where I sit right now, and I'm able to look back on all the things that haven't worked out or the relationships that didn't work out or the people that left or the things that happened or the ones that I had that never came through or what, or whatever the situation is, things that looked like bad or failures or losses right. or whatever it was. I'm able to look back now and just be like, thank you, God, for protecting me. You were protecting me. And here I was just whining and complaining because I wasn't getting what I wanted. Like, forgive me for that. And so now, and I obviously, nobody does this perfect all the time. But when things are happening real time in my life, I want to stop and be sensitive and pause to like, okay, wait, before wait I second. throw a little fit. What, what's, what's going on? I need to zoom out and, and just switch my attitude, <laughs> switch my attitude, switch your attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm really, really thankful that we can have honest conversations like this and acknowledge that we don't have it all figured out. There's not a quick fix and that we can always pray and ask for guidance for things that we're struggling with yeah, and be honest about it. And so praying and asking for guidance, talking about it and then shifting the way we think. Yes. And then having real friends and community that yes. you can talk about this stuff with. Yes. Because understand. I think that's another thing that, people might feel weird about or like it's an invasion of privacy or or whatever people get all weary about but it's like it is faith building to 
do life with people and to see the way that God is working in their life and be like, Oh my goodness. Like it, it is, it is faith building and it's, it's a, it's, it's amazing to witness. I mean, that's literally what you just said is literally how I, I have felt in watching your journey since I've known you. That's exactly how I felt is that when you're around people who have godly marriages, godly friendships, a godly community, a relationship with God, and you're seeing how God is moving in their lives, that only amps up your big faith energy yeah. and helps you realize if you had, hadn't already had a relationship with God or had fallen out of your relationship with God, that look what God provides. Yeah. And when you really stop and think about it and it just, it changes everything, everything. Yeah. And that truly is, is my prayer and the way that I want to live and love people. And like Mm. when people see me or know me or talk to me or come to my house or see my kids or whatever, like I want them to see God and his love. Like, because we are living in the overflow of that. Mm-hmm. It it truly is. Like, and that's, uh, it's important for us to like be in community and encourage each other and love each other and be there in the hard times and pray for each other and, and be real and, and just vulnerable, like all of that stuff, it matters. It matters. And God uses people and relationships to heal all of this stuff, yes. all of this scarcity mindset. He uses people around you. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I say that to you all the time is that our friendship, our relationships, my relationship with God has have completely shifted in these last few years like wholeheartedly done a 180. (laughs) And so I'm really hoping that people who are listening feel encouraged after listening to your story and just, I mean, maybe there's people in their own lives who they see God moving in their lives and maybe they just need to hear more stories like this because I think that if we don't share them, then people don't know. Yeah. So thank you for sharing your story with us and being open and vulnerable about how you felt. Yeah. It's, um, it's a way, way longer story than that, but I just (laughs) wanted to, I just want to share even just a little, just a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I just want people to know, like, it's not me. Like it's, it's not like, Oh, God's like, Oh, I see you and you're, you know, good or you're being this or whatever. It's like, no, God wants this for all of us. For everyone. He wants it for everybody. So if he can do it for me and he can do it for you, he can do it for anybody. Like Mm -hmm. that's another scarcity mindset thing thinking, oh, well, God does that for other people, but he's not going to do it for me. Like let go of all the scarcity mindset around everything. Let go of that. Let go and let God, right? Let Yes, <laughs> truly, truly. Let go and trust God. Yes. Yes. 
Ooh. Well, do you feel like we covered it all? I think For tonight, so. at least. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. All right, guys. We will be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.